Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Preaching to the Choir podcast with your host, me, Jen Randall. Guys, it's the season finale of Preaching to the Choir podcast. So instead of just interviewing one person, I decided to interview three of my favorite people who all happen to be choreographers so we could have a very real, real talk about choreography and show choir and where we think it's going this year and where we think it needs to go in the future and also laughing about things that didn't even make sense, but I think you're going to laugh about too because everyone's just this tired and this goofy at this time of year. So today on the podcast, we have Alex Hall, who is a choreographer and songwriter, who was one of our very first guests at the beginning of this podcast. Miss Steph Hyatt, who is one of our highest listened to episodes, who is a choreographer in the Midwest. And for the first time today, Miss Ellie Jordan, who is a choreographer largely in the South as well as in the Illinois, Indiana side of things. Uh, as she will tell you herself, she is also the daughter of Dwight Jordan, who is the founder of Show Choir Camps in America and a choreographer himself. So lots of choreography discussion on the podcast today. Um, one of the most important things we do is talk about what uh, choreographers wish directors knew. And then I jump in as a director and talk about what I wish I could have said to my choreographers to make things easier over the years. Guys, I think you're going to love this. couple things. First of all, season two of Preaching to the Choir podcast will debut in early 2021. We have a really cool format coming at you. Take a listen to today's episode to hear a little bit more about that. And don't forget that while we're gone, you can go back and listen to old episodes anytime on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. You can also get your fill of show choir stuff by purchasing my book, The Art of Competitive Show Choir from GIAMusic.com. And you can always get all sorts of resources and support at showcollective.com. So here we go today, season finale. Let's go. Preaching to the choir. This is already hey. the best interview I've ever done. So good job, guys. It's me, it's me, it's Great. me. Uh, you don't have I'm to just say glad that. to see all your faces. I know. Yay. Like the quarantine loneliness is getting really hard for this extrovert, man. I'm yeah, starting yeah. to like feel the burn. I'm not seen... even an extrovert and it's hard. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, well, um, to everyone listening at home, this is not just me. No, this is me and three other people. You're getting a special party episode of Preaching to the Choir podcast for our season finale. So we have all of some, well, all of some of, this is going to be really great, guys. English is doing well <laughs> so far. Um, we're doing this in the evening. We each have beverages, so good luck to everyone. But um, I have some of my favorite choreographer humans who are hanging out with us today. So Steph Hyatt is back with us. She's been on the podcast earlier. You can go listen to her full episode. If you haven't yet, you should. She's a genius. And Alex Hall was one of the first episodes, and he wrote our theme song that gets stuck in your head all the time that people sing to me randomly now on social media do you know that happens people will be like i heard this song today it made me think of preach to the choir i get like random videos from people i'm like cool guys that's great so you didn't make enough money off of that is what i'm telling you and um then we're also here with ellie jordan who we have not had on before so she gets to get asked some questions at the beginning just so you know i know you're so pumped you can't even you can't even handle your excitement 
Okay, so the question Truly. that everybody gets asked the first question is, um, and you don't have to be crazy elaborate, you can tell us as much as you want, or you can be like, no, just dance, that's how I'm here. <laughs> what was your path to becoming a show choir professional? How did you end up being oh, gosh. a show choir choreographer? All right. See you next time, Stephanie. Alex. I got an hour long <laughs> I journey think that to us. Like, this is going to be a whole episode anyway, but like, understand. we'll just interject over the top um, of you. How about that? Yes, please. I mean, it's been a true journey. Uh, I've been around show choir since I was a wee little baby. I don't understand. And... Tell me more. I don't understand oh, your relation so to show weird. choir. I I have a father that's (laughs) good at this. You have a father. And he sometimes, I don't know, like brings us along as children. I may have met Alex for the first time in a rehearsal in high school. (gasps) Get out. Really? Uh Uh-huh. So there's some connections here, y'all. Okay. I love that. Um, So... I've been around show choir a long time. I was not actually in show choir until my senior year of high school. Fun fact. Wait, seriously? Were you just like rebelling yep. against the family business because teenage or? Not at all. Just where we grew up, our high school didn't have a show choir. And my older brother was a sports guy. So like nobody was worried about it then. And I was doing like competitive dance all through sure. middle school and high school. So I was plenty busy, and then it got to a point where I was like, well, this is silly, and my little brother was about to go into high school, so then all of a sudden, it was like, well, let's move, (laughs) so then we made the move to Wheatmoreville South, director John Burleys, I think he's also been on the He has, he has. Yeah. Also, so he's that's my incredible director. that they like just, yeah. you basically got to pick whatever high school program you wanted to be a part of. It was wild. Yeah. I mean, never, most people think that would be like the worst decision of all time. Like no, I get you're it. leaving your senior year of high school. What's yeah. wrong with you? But it was the greatest year of all time and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Right. And then I went to school at Western Michigan and got my degree in dance. Mm-hmm. And then since I graduated, I've been freelance choreographing full time. Here I am. And that brings us to today. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and you, most of you guys groups... out there. Go ahead. You guys need to go watch Ellie's senior year show. Yeah. She was so <laughs> fierce that year. What's oh, the, my what God. Year, star. What year number is what I'm saying? What year number um, is that? It was Wheaton Warren Bell South Classics 2010. 2010, yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, oh, that is yeah. an excellent show. And then, of course, your little brother that we were speaking of ha- is in one of the the literally like the show that I think almost everyone who's been on Preaching to the Choir podcast has mentioned is the Wizard yeah. of Oz show. So, like, I, I think oh, yeah. literally every person has mentioned it as one of their favorites. So, yep. like, that's that's when Jeff was, yeah, what, the, a senior or a junior? Means, uh, Something in that time He might frame. have been a sophomore. Oh, um, that's so frustrating. He's so talented. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a baby. He's just the tall blonde beanstalk. Tall blonde beanstalk. And your older brother, when yep. you said that he was into sports, which is, like, the greatest understatement of all time, because he was, like, a literal <laughs> professional athlete for years. Yes. So. 
So yeah, he was a professional soccer player. It was casual. None of the Jordan kids do anything halfway. We're just we're gonna be fully professional we're at pretty, whatever we do. I love it. That's great. But we're pretty bad at things. So it's fine. <laughs> I realize I never said this. In case for some reason you haven't inferred this by now, Ellie's dad is Dwight Jordan, who uh, is a choreographer himself, and um, also is fifty percent of the iconic duo that is what we think of in our heads as SCA. Um, I did virtual SCA. Steph did some virtual SCA. No, Alex, did you get to see any of, I think you did. Didn't you do some of it too? Or at least see part of the first night? Oh, you missed out. No, I have I some iconic screenshots of Ellie and her dad dancing on the first night that I will blackmail <laughs> yeah. you with. Oh, yeah. They're super, super It was cute. a treat. <laughs> but that was very, very cool. That was a neat experience. And I'm sure we're going to probably talk yeah. a little bit about that in a minute here anyway. But my thought was, I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about how show choir is going to be just this year because that means that this will be a stupid useless episode in hopefully 12 months <laughs> um but like I, I mean we are gonna have to address it at some point so like how many of you like out of the work that you're doing are you doing virtual only are you choreography sessions are you doing in person Steph? what are what's your kind of ratio right now um i have done my first few camps I've done a lot of like um, in person, but outside with yeah. masks, um, which has felt pretty safe mm -hmm. um, and worked pretty okay. Um, I'm shifting more to more virtual rehearsals just because um, as choreographers, you know, we put ourselves in front of so many students mm -hmm. and it's just safer for everyone involved to be as virtual as possible i think i know totally. ellie i think you've been like fully virtual and i'm yep. like that's the direction i think yeah i mean it's it's surprising happen. how well i mean it's not surprising but with how crazy it felt to jump in like that mm -hmm. i have done completely virtual i have not seen a child in person yeah since march since when you and i judged crazy. together in iowa yes, in is, march that yeah. is truly the last time i have been in a group of people march 7th ellie is I one mean, of the last real humans crazy. i've seen aside from my family basically yeah. it feels like i was like oh yeah. well that was it. it was march 6th or 7th that i saw yeah. people last and or been on a plane alex have you yeah. ventured outside of brooklyn at all yet i have i did teach in chesterton you did um, go i was wondering if I you were in person okay yeah, taught outside um, okay. with masks on, and you know, in late July. That's a treat. It was, it was pretty. <laughs> yeah, Rough. it was pretty brutal in, in the sun, and you know, yeah. I I think Steph and Ellie have the right idea here mm -hmm. to to move things virtually for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been saying it since like the end of July, but it's wild how true to a re regular rehearsal it can feel Yeah, because we're the, we're the same people. Mm -hmm. We're the same choreographers and you get to see us without a mask on, which yes. is different, is different than if we were in person with a mask on, you can see all of our expressions. You can feel our presence in a different way, even though it's through a computer. And I feel like a more true way and it would be with masks. Totally. That is, I have to teach it. I have 50% of my students are in person, like my regular school job. 50% are in person pretty much about, and 50 are virtual learners. So I have to do it simultaneously, right? Wow. So the poor virtual kids are still watching me in a mask. The in-person kids are watching me teach in a mask. It's one of those things where I'm like, if yeah. we could just be all virtual, 
I would be so much better at this. It's it's the having to do the hybrid that's hard for sure. But as you're saying, when you're in person, I mean, they're missing like 80% of your face, which is kind of the, this is the part of my face I like. I want to like, (laughs) this is how I like teach. I feel like is, although, I mean, eyebrows, you get the eyebrows, but that's it, you know, and they can't see you laughing or making funny faces or. I mean, on some level, they can't hear what I'm saying under my mask, under my breath, which that part's been super okay. fun about masks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you walking around out yeah. in humanity? You, like, go to drive drive through a parking lot and some lady, like, steps in front of your car and you can say whatever you want. They can't read your lips. They can't. That part's been a blessing in disguise, guys. A blessing. A true dream. You have yeah. to find the silver linings of masks. <laughs> you do. You have to. Because otherwise, yeah, what else I- would you do? I was talking to myself so much in Trader Joe's today. I was like, (laughs) if my mask was off, this would be so embarrassing because I'm literally reading my grocery list out loud to like get through it because I'm terrible at just like little deep. I don't know, whatever. I'm like talking myself through every single thing I'm doing. I'm glad you talked yourself through. Yeah, I just, you know, you gotta. You gotta find those pine nuts somehow. I was gonna I say know. the yeah. everything but the bagel seasoning is super important. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't want to forget that. Do you know our Trader Joe's Never. only lets you buy two of those at a time? Do you know which ones I'm talking about? Rude. They're in that little glass really? bottle. Yes. Like they're Jen, very Jen, I intense. I feel like there's a reason. There's a reason you know that. <laughs> I tried to buy seven at once. Well, our Trader Joe's is not particularly convenient. So like when I go, I'm like. <sighs> making the trek like Taco. i would like to bulk yeah. up it needs to be more like costco i need seven everything bagels <laughs> i did come up with the two and tim was like do are you planning on eating a lot of avocado toast i'm like you don't know my life you don't know i yeah, like right, right. it's avocado season he's like we live in texas it's always avocado season <laughs> <laughs> don't use logic with me sir um i think that if we could like summarize the covid experience for choreography going forward is that and I'm getting this question a lot from people is like, what do I do? The answer is go virtual for the love of Pete. Like there's just no reason why you need to have your choreographer there in person. It's just, there's so many great ways with technology you can make it happen otherwise. Um, And then if you're struggling with making the technology work, I mean, just message me for goodness sake. It's literally what I teach. Like I teach digital media production. Like I can help you. I can help you troubleshoot. Any of these guys have been teaching virtually now. Like they could tell you what worked for them. So don't be afraid to reach out to other people just because you haven't done it before. Doesn't mean that they have to come in person because that's all you know. That's not it's not scary. Yeah, it's not as scary as it feels. No, and what Ellie, what you're saying about like how it feels like an almost like a normal experience for them that's like what I've heard most from directors is they don't they want their kids to have a sense of normalcy or they want Mm -hmm. to like it to feel somewhat like you know like it did before and it 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 still can even if you're like on a screen yeah totally people need to that's coming from the kids like those comments are from them not even from the directors they're like oh okay this feels like the most normal thing we've done yeah like i promise it's it's possible and Mm -hmm. it's not as scary as it feels and they're sort of used to doing things online now anyway i mean i don't want to say that like we should get comfortable with living our lives online only but like the kids are not dumb i mean they've now been uh, no doing this sort of in some capacity since march so and it's not permanent yeah it's 
it it who knows when it will end but it will end yes and we just have to make the best of it mm-hmm. absolutely sorry alex you're yep. saying something i interrupted you oh i was just gonna ask ellie like since she's been fully virtual the whole season thus yeah. far yeah. like what are some of the bigger challenges you've had to overcome not to step mm-hmm. on jen's question no too, do please so, yeah <laughs> um to be quite honest there has not felt like a challenge i mean yes. like wow. I, I guess the challenge is that you don't get like the super close connection like you aren't talking one-on-one with each individual kid on a mm-hmm. water break mm-hmm. but right. you still get to talk to those kids you can still comment on what you're seeing you can fix things in the moment yeah so to be very very honest it has not felt like a challenge wow. like it has felt very easy and straightforward and very normal besides being there- in my apartment <laughs> Is there anything particular to your setup that you think is making it easier? Because I noticed that you guys did this for SCA Virtual, and I don't, like, if you guys made this up or found it or what, however you got it, it's genius. The two mirrors in front of you diagonally. At the angle? Yes, that's, like, life-changing. Between my dad and my mom just fuddling around mm-hmm. with the setup in their in their dining room mm-hmm. it was just like all of a sudden it was like wait if you curve these just a little bit more you don't have to do anything you can see everything you don't have to turn around and all of a sudden it was like light bulb and so made, everything made sense put them flat in front of themselves and then they're putting yeah. the camera right behind themselves the mirror is serving literally no purpose if you're doing no that purpose at all yeah. so like once I, I i think it was Stephen todd's class was the first one i saw where i was noticing that and thinking oh my gosh like because then that also gave like you or him or whoever you have a space then in front of you where you can put your stand and you can put your music and you can yeah. have whatever you need and then you've got these two angles mirrors off to the side I mean that's better than sometimes in person the kids are getting yeah yeah right two other tidbits that come to mind is if you don't have the perfect mirror setup and not everyone does and that's totally fine you can change the zoom setting so you mirror yourself so that you could face the kids and you could still be doing the correct thing and they could follow you as if you are the mirror so that's a setting in zoom that if you don't have the perfect mirror but you want them to see all the front arms then you can flip that and you can face them the whole time and if you just want to be watching them while you're doing things that's a great tool to use in those moments so smart and i've discovered that if i set up my phone next to my computer like hooked up like my wall or whatever I can do like the last full run Mm -hmm. recording on my phone as a quick way to send off to the director so then they don't have to get a grainy zoom video or Mm -hmm. whatever they just have a full run easy send and you're all good they have all the reference video they need those are such awesome tips yeah yeah Yeah. and then really it's it's trial and error it's trial and error like yeah that's not things i went in knowing it's just you have to figure it out and you're like oh why am i not doing this that seems silly you're doing enterprise right now aren't you yeah okay so i feel i feel like i saw maybe cameron posted the picture but like on her side of things 
Is she one mm-hmm. that's doing like you on the big screen in a room and they're all together? Yep. Okay. So she's lucky enough to have a very large choir room. Mm-hmm. So I'm on a big screen that they just gave to their teachers. That's like a smart board yeah. or whatever, but like the smarter board than yes. the ones that they've had forever. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm up in the front, but the kids are fully spread out. They don't even have risers up. They are just in every little corner pocket, but I'm big enough and up front that everyone can still see me. And that's a very so, normal setup for them. Like that, I mean, aside yeah. from the fact that you're not a live human being in the room with them, that's the same as what they would have. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you can do that, guys, that's like, that's probably the way to go and helps keep everybody yeah. safer. I mean, we can't con- yeah. control and we're not trying to control what you're doing on your own campuses. I mean, everybody's, everybody's state is different. Everybody's admin is different and that's fine. But yeah. It's smart to not have a human who is coming to teach your kids who's just last week been with a bunch of other human children who the week before was with a whole bunch of other human children. I don't know if you know yeah. how and contact tracing works, but that would be an ugh, actual God. nightmare. So. A true nightmare. Yep. And not even mentioning if you had to go on a plane. Um, like, there's ugh, that as well. That's one more. Yeah. Has anybody been on a plane yeah, since wild. March? Any of you? Did you fly, Alex, or did you drive? Have it. Oh, I drove. Oh, I good. drove. Yeah. yeah. I went when I went up to Nebraska yeah. last month. I drove too. I was like, ee. I've like in my head. I was like, I'm prepared to drive to Alabama. I'm prepared to drive <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. I need to drive because I'm sure. not getting in a plane anytime soon. Isn't that yeah. weird? How so quickly that changed in our heads? Where you're like, oh, flying so much easier. You know, so fast. And now yeah. we're like, I would never get on a plane. No, no, no. <laughs> United's like, but we're waiving change fees domestically, and we're like, we we don't care. We're never okay. getting. On I'm a plane so again. happy for you. Enjoy that. <laughs> Enjoy you in your middle seat partner. <laughs> Knock yourself out. But I'm, yeah. I'm over here not doing that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Although I always fly Southwest, and they gave our rewards members like. It was like 100,000 points or something completely insane like that a couple of weeks ago as an incentive. Like you could change something out and they would give you double back. I don't remember what it was, but I have like so many rapid rewards points on Southwest. My Mm -hmm. husband and I could fly to Hawaii for free and back and then fly with the children to New York. And we were like, do we should we go to Hawaii right now? Like they have a two week quarantine that's mandatory when you get there. I was like, I guess we just live in Hawaii for like two I weeks. could be there in two weeks that's the only yeah. solution right yeah that's what we well, have to right. does the pool count yeah I, the pool count? I think so I as think as long Hawaii. as you're in the place where they expect you to be you know I mean I just think as so guys I'm leaving Steph, as yeah. Hawaii. <laughs> honestly that's we the next level scientists, thinking but I say yes <laughs> I'm over here living in 2030 you guys you need to get on board with with my plans I like it it's pretty genius um Okay, we'll be uh, beyond Corona and all of that fun stuff. Um, let's talk a little bit about, um, well, obviously none of us are probably judging or competing this year. So this is kind of that weird break time where I think there are some people that are still like fully freaking out about that and are in complete denial. I think it's getting less and less so. Um, and I know none of you are those people, which is part of why this will be a fun conversation because <laughs> I'm not either. But because um, I'm more of someone and this is part of why Alex and I's interview the first time we did it went for like 17 hours because he and I are both like, <laughs> I know. And also, did you think of what about because we're just those kind of idea people. But like, what are some things that we could maybe change or adjust about show choir world going forward because we kind of have like 
a year off. We're taking a red shirt year, basically. So like we're, so many schools are doing such interesting, different kind of things just to fill the year and keep the momentum going. And I love seeing that. So is there anything you've seen people doing that you think is genius? Or is there anything you think we ought to be doing during this forced break, <laughs> so to speak? <laughs> That's a hard I mean, one. I think uh, utilizing like community performances mm-hmm. are such a lovely thing to be doing yeah. and something that so many people can do safely that most towns now have some sort of outdoor space. True. And that is something that you can totally utilize. If it's not now, it could be in the spring. Mm-hmm. And that becomes something that you're working towards. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a competition. It doesn't have to be anything like dire. It's just something fun that the community or some of your friends could come to and safely be at. But it could become a tradition like, too. Like it could be something yeah, that you a keep super doing cool one. afterwards. Yeah. It's like a fun, quirky thing. Absolutely. Um, Mitchell, South Dakota has the um, something called a boat parade for their marching band every fall stay with me here we go so at lake mitchell (laughs) they put all of the marching band kids on separate pontoon and party boats based on the section they play so the brass is all in a boat percussions all in a boat all these different pontoon boats right and they drive around lake mitchell and people come to different like landing spots or their backyard or they have parties in different people's backyards and the band will play different tunes you know and like their director ryan's on the front pontoon with like bullhorn he's like okay let's do hey baby you know five six ready and they're like from like 10 different pontoon boats it's that's so fun one of the most that is one of the coolest things i've ever yes lunatic (laughs) Like, it's yes. insane and Crazy also like yes. so genius and it's a fundraiser yeah. like there are uh, the color guard girls uh, and some of the moms will come to the different public locations and they'll bring like you know like a bucket and people put money in like they donate so it's a fundraiser it's a super weird performance that's memorable like in a good way weird yeah um and i have honestly no idea how it started i should have asked that during my time there but like that's what something like ellie's talking about could become it could become something like your boat parade this is your parking lot show you know and you like do it every spring in the parking lot right like like drive-in show choir basically you know so many spaces absolutely i think that's one of the hardest things that the people that are holding on to yeah that competition idea is the fact that it's a fundraiser for so many yeah so that like I understand that some of these small schools they're like well yeah we're having a competition that's how we're making all of our money right that's how it makes yeah so like it's not their fault for trying to like hold on to that with a death grip yeah yeah it's just finding a way to make some of that money in a new way which is not going to be easy in any way but no, but it can you, be fun. Yeah. Do you guys get the sense that people are um, being a little bit more conservative with their shows or their show budgets this year That's because of that? Yeah. I mean, I'm I've, seeing it. Yeah. I haven't had anyone like completely say, no, we're not doing anything and like completely cancel. But there mm-hmm. have been a lot of people that have cut down songs no like big costumes Mm -hmm. no big sets definitely minimalistic but very thankful that no one has said peace be with you we're doing our own thing yeah like because that's definitely something that I was expecting in April or June when everyone was just kind of like what is gonna happen 
Yeah. I mean, you're like, many I'm going to live in a box. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Preparing myself for exactly. like, not going to have a job. Yes. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. Choir's not going to exist. Which, which grocery store am I going to get a job at? Like, what? yeah. <laughs> isn't it, isn't it kind of interesting? It's like kind of showing us what's important here. Yes. It's yep. like the, the process is the journey and it's mm-hmm. like everyone is kind of having to sit in that reality right yes now. the yeah. things we've been saying yeah. for all these years we have no choice but yes. to live it uh-huh. exactly mm-hmm. yep it literally can't be about the trophy because there's literally no trophies. <laughs> literally <laughs> none. it ain't there to be fair though but, i don't know if everyone knows that. this but you can make trophies like the trophy yeah. stores would be very happy for your business. Like you could just make <laughs> random trophies. That would actually be a super funny slash fun activity with your kids this year is to make up fake competitions that you pretended to go to and then have trophies made for the random awards you've decided you win during those competitions. <laughs> I like it. I Listen, that's that's the kind of crap that goes down in a Randall choir department. So now you know. <laughs> I love that. We have to keep our I'm trophy sure. and t-shirt guys in business too, guys. Come on. The um, question I was going to ask about, like, you know, your jobs, like Steph brought that up, is that, you know, I mean, like, are you feeling that pressure at all? Like, are you feeling like, I need to not divest myself, but like diversify my life a little bit? Like, has that become a concern at all for you during this time? Because, I mean, we're all we're all kind of freelancey in different ways here. And that's, I mean, this is a major source um, of income for most of us. And for, for anybody who's listening, who is in that same boat, I'm just kind of curious where your heads are at with that. I mean, yes, but I mean, you know, for yeah. other reasons, I kind of have thought about pursuing other things outside yeah. of show choir for a while. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like COVID has sort of, if anything for me, like presented more time and an opportunity to spend more time um, diversifying what I'm doing with my life, Um, which is, uh, I hold a lot of privilege in that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, True. But I, I also on the other side, like, yeah, I'm for sure like making less money this year. Like, um, so it is an honestly like real concern in that regard. Mm -hmm. Um, It's gotten to the point where for me, like in April, like that's when I had to decide if I was going to re-sign my lease. So it's like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, I don't know if I'll be able to afford this. And it got to a point where it's like, okay, I have saved what I think is enough money where if nothing, not a single cent was made in this next year, I'd be okay Mm -hmm. resigning so it's like okay you have to really think about that and thankfully we've gotten to the point where because in April everyone was like show choir is gonna get canceled in like the scariest most aggressive way possible (laughs) and it's like no just the like sequins and competition side of things will get canceled but show choir is not canceled everything's fine we're still gonna sing and dance in the best way we can Mm, yes so it's once I got to that point it's like okay like Steph said we're not making the same amount of money because people don't need the same amount of content. Right. That's obvious. So here we are, we're Mm going to be okay, but we're like, you just have to set yourself up and not like constantly beat yourself down Mm -hmm. for that fact. And just be like, 
that that's what the that's here are the cards on the table that's what's happening and we have to move on from that otherwise every single month you'd be like I'm gonna cry yeah you just have to like let that part go (laughs) yeah and honestly a lot of directors um at least that I've encountered have been so great about like yes I want to make sure and pay you yep you meaning my freelancers that work for me year in and year out like in some regard even if it's not as much as usual like yeah so many people have been so um great about that something is better than grateful for something is better than nothing and I think that there's not a ton of people that are still on the fence about whether they're gonna like get rid of show choir altogether for a year or whatever I think most people have kind of sort of realized there's a middle ground to be had but Mm -hmm. that Ellie when you're talking about like April and May that for me was like the number of my friends who are because I can I come from the director side of it so I'm not dealing with it as a choreographer but like my director friends who I'm like who were just fully oblivious to the industry that they would be shutting down and people's lives that they would be affecting when they were like well if we can't have competitions we're just not gonna have show choir this year like there were Mm -hmm. multiple conversations that I had it was early in that time frame where I was like yeah. Oh my God, you cannot do that. You're literally like, no, 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 no. The children don't need you to do that. In the long run, you'll regret having done that. Like, find yeah. the middle ground. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. No part of this has to be all or nothing, is what I'm trying to say. Like, mm-hmm. just. And, and in that time, it was so easy to get the tunnel vision yeah. of whatever situation you were in, like, whatever I'm dealing with right now, that's what we have to do. Mm-hmm. And it was yep. just like, and, and we saw it everywhere. It was just, like, just the slow, like, reminders from the community of, like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. We'll be able to get through this. Yeah. Hey, P.S., we're still here. <laughs> and it's just, like, and some people needed that. It was just, like, yeah. Yeah. the little nudge. It was, like, oh, yep, have to get back out of my head. Yep. We're going to be fine. We're going to totally. figure this out. And, like, I, we don't deal with this in the same way, but... Jen you have the administration side like yeah. a lot of them don't get it no. so like there you are having to also think about talking to those people mm-hmm. and making them understand mm-hmm. what this year looks like and that's a whole different conversation that yes. we don't get yes yeah. so it's like it's just all of those things that you have to continue to remember when you want to cry mm-hmm. and when you're scared <laughs> and all of those things yeah like it's it's just a huge picture that you always have to remind yourself yes you can't just pick the one tiny world. little speck and focus yeah. only on that speck that's not an option everybody right. you've got to take a deep exactly. breath so true look at the whole world it's gonna be all right friends yes. even if it doesn't seem exactly. like it at all some days <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Okay, what is, I want each of you to answer, what is the weirdest or greatest silver lining that has come out of this downtime-ish, downtime, rel- relative term of downtime? But, like, what's the best silver lining that's come out of this for you? Um, I will start so you have time to think, since you didn't know that question was coming. Um, I started Show Collective last October, like, as a company, like, picked the name, did the logo, started building the website, started building the plan and all of that. I didn't start like pushing the content out until quarantine. Like I finally Mm -hmm. had enough time and space to actually like double check what I was doing, decide what I really loved and start pushing out info into the world. And same thing with the, the podcast. I, the notebook that I write all of my questions in that I do when I have my interviews, I purchased that notebook with preaching to the choir as the logo on the front of it two years ago. Like, I've been planning to do this for two 
years. And there was always like, oh, I can't right now. Oh, this is busy. Oh, da, da, da. Like literally everything you're listening to when you listen to these and all of the professional development stuff that I've done in the last six months, I don't know how long it would have taken for all of that to happen if this hadn't happened. So that's my weird silver lining is all of this exists now. So yeah, that's a good one. That's a huge silver lining. Right? Mm -hmm. That's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty crazy when I think about it that way that like, oh, all of this has happened since, since I saw Ellie on March 6th. Like that's, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Alex, what do you think? What's one of your like weird silver linings? Well, mine's similar to you. I, I think, I mean, I think every person on earth would probably answer some form of like self-reflection has been a little bit more at the forefront because our extroverted influences are gone Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a lot harder to kind of hide in that. Mm -hmm. So you're left with a lot more time to kind of dissect your own mind and feelings and experiences and I have felt a huge wave of that and um, you know I have projects that I'm working on now and the song that I put out um, last month yes like so good it's a bop it's a bop it's called it's called fuzzy by the way um anyway but I wrote it in 2018 I wrote it in 2018 and I have been I have a whole like back catalog. Like I'm literally two years ahead of myself and I'm trying to shorten that gap. And this time like gave me like the space to get my like digital band together and start to build. And it has already led to like more projects and et cetera, et cetera. TikTok, you know. Without this space, Don't like, even get no me started. Well, that's random. <laughs> that's totally random. It was cool, but, though. Yeah, but anyway, but like, yeah, I've had some, I've had some time to do, do more like project-based stuff that's for me. Yeah. That has been in my head for two years. Yeah. That finally time slowed down enough, and you know that's what this time is for. I think. And creating hasn't been a problem. It feels like for you in this oh, time no I mean, recording and all that stuff no we i mean lucky luckily enough like two of my closest friends from la are like both producers so right. yeah when everything slowed down we kind of facetime together and we we're like hey what are you doing nothing what are you doing <laughs> nothing well i let's got fuzzy. here's like 50 songs yeah <laughs> let's pick one <laughs> So that was that was a real, uh, you know, same as you, like one of the biggest yeah. uh, blessings of it for sure. Like I feel mm. more creative most days, unless I'm just super stressed about something. Like most days, yeah, I that's find the more other space half for of creativity. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Right. Um, okay, uh, stuff is next on my screen. So, what's your answer there? What's your silver lining from the slowdown? Um, I so. Ellie, both of you can relate. Like once August rolls around, it's like you are not a human anymore. And this job, oh gosh, you know, yeah. eats your entire existence. Mm-hmm. And yes. you don't literally you disappear for yeah, a semester. Yeah. You yeah. make up moves and you See sleep. You and you, yeah, that's it. So, and that's been like a huge struggle for me because um, off season, you know, I have all this time and I'll, get into a routine and work on myself and 
um, eat a vegetable and all this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And so quarantine was like that to the extreme for me. Like I got into so many great, um, habits and was really like diving in, like working on, you know, like my mental health, my physical health, all of that. And, um, I, because my schedule has been a lot more free, um, I've been able to like keep that up more and, um, that's been really great for me mm-hmm. just as a human person. Um, and, Weird that you would want that. I don't know. You're pretty selfish, right. girl. <laughs> you want a job um, and right. to be a regular human? What the hell? How dare nope. you? Yeah. How um, dare you indeed. Also, kind of the the competition aspect not really existing mm-hmm. has although that's kind of sad in a lot of ways, it's also been a little bit freeing to just create and teach for the sake of mm-hmm. creating mm-hmm. and teaching. And it's like, I just get to dance with these kids for the joy of it. And that like, I've had some really amazing moments um, because of that, um, which has been really cool. It's like, a lot of that pressure is kind of lifted it's like almost like oh my that's God, how I have to it make should this be, be. All the time. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah right. so that's been that's been cool it's um weird and I just that... moved oh yeah 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 you just new... moved yeah I just moved Yay! To new so I've kind of been able to um like settle in and like <laughs> live here for a minute um <laughs> Sleeping in bed. I know all this just sounds like completely normal things to right, most people. Right, exactly. But... No, but I think it's a good <laughs> reminder. People need to understand that, you know, and we've all talked about this on your various yeah. episodes. That's not necessarily right. the norm. Yeah. No, this is the time of year where choreographers are wondering where they are when they wake up in the morning. The, yeah. yeah. Like looking around and being like, Oh, oh, it's this hotel. Okay, I must be here. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember this hotel, right? Yeah, Which Fairfield okay. am I at today? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. No, I, mean, I totally this can be that. a very chaotic time. Right, yeah, and so sure. you being able to have a routine, it sounds like has been, you know, probably kind of life-changing for you, it seems like. Like all oh, of us, yeah. but stuff for sure. I mean, mm-hmm, we were just yeah. talking about that the other day. But like, um, mm-hmm. I think our conversations in general have been less stressed. I think, you know, not that there are plenty of things to stress about, but we're taking away those elements that added to it during this time frame for, for choreographers. For right sure. There. Okay, Ellie, yeah. what's your silver lining time? Actually, I have to interrupt you before I even ask you that. Because I think when we yeah. were together in March, had Kim not had the baby yet, right? And you she went had there? Not. Okay, so you, that is, your nephew was okay, born during this all of this. wild. Yeah. So, like I have two silver linings the first one is that I was in the Nebraska area Mm -hmm. right before my sister-in-law was supposed to give birth Mm -hmm. so I was gonna go visit them and hope that she pushed that baby out while I was there (laughs) did you get stuck there oh yeah yeah um so I started this entire journey in Lincoln Nebraska Mm -hmm. and the only reason that I was there when he was born my little nephew Blake Mm -hmm. is because this all happened so it's like this is crazy but like I would have been in Fairfield Ohio judging a competition Mm -hmm. if this all wouldn't have gone down so it's like that is the biggest silver lining that I got to hold him when he was totally two days old 
Yeah. Like that, that is something I will never forget. That's and I'm yes. so thankful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and everything else is just exactly what Steph was saying. Like yeah. just forgiving yourself for having time. Like <laughs> it, it feels like the competition for us isn't in March. It feels like for us, like if you don't have mm. every day back-to-back booked on your calendar, Everyone's you're doing something wrong. Yes. You're failing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like you're failing as a choreographer. You're mm-hmm. failing as a human. The hustle. Why don't you have more people on your, yeah, the hustle yeah. is so real and mm-hmm. not having that and just being like, oh, everything's fine. I can have a couple of months to just, I don't know, sleep in in my own bed. Like that's a dream. <laughs> and yeah. just like forgiving yourself for not having something to do yeah like because that is what you lived by mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. so that has been the truest blessing oh, and then yeah how long did it take you to come to that realization oh, girl <laughs> it took like a day <laughs> <laughs> once i got home, i was like good night everyone until until we were like okay se is going virtual and then i said oh my god what and then i cried every day until it happened <laughs> but it's not before the direction then, i, I was, thought that was going but <laughs> i was living that. day um no i had no issues just like that release of oh nothing there's nothing yeah. okay great, great. Yeah, I yeah, I'm guessing it took the rest of you maybe a little longer than a day, but that's like really, really aware of you. I'm proud. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's that's the stuff I think we need to be conscious of as as an industry going forward. That like we yes. should work to try to preserve some of those things when we start the machine back up. Hopefully this time next year, because. I mean, I don't, I don't want to do away with com- competitions. I'm not that person. Yeah. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm not somebody who thinks that competing is the devil and we should No, 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 no. I think there's great <laughs> value in it. I love it. I'm one of the most competitive humans in the world once you get me going. But I think maybe the way we were competing and the way we were judging, not on paper, not in numbers, but the way we were competing against each other and judging just as a society had yeah. kind of gotten out well, of control. Mm. and I know there was discussion on whatever page at some point like why are we doing competitions in January and February it's like because we can't get choreography out quick enough to get you all shows yeah like that is truly the reason that we have jobs all the way until Mm -hmm. February Mm -hmm. is because some people some people start in January some people start in February some people start in March so we're able to prolong that teaching season so we have paychecks through whenever, and then we cross our fingers until August comes back around. Five months, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, there's a reason that it has been set up the way it has, and it's not the perfect system. And I think there's definitely some directors that have a harder time realizing what we're trying to like juggle Mm -hmm. and that when you say we can only do this day and we can only do this hour to this hour it's like well I don't know what to tell you that's not an option so you gotta work you gotta work with us here Mm -hmm. and like it's it's not we don't hate you we like we want to work with you we want this Mm -hmm. we don't want you to go find Joe Schmo 
on the corner to do it instead like yes don't you just do gotta like work with us mm-hmm. like yeah we just need we just need a better conversation that isn't yeah. you're the enemy when your timeline doesn't work out right yeah communication that's and, what like, I was just flexibility gonna say. Communication are so period. huge yeah 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 totally yeah it's the only way to make it work <laughs> yeah it's it just, really it's is not gonna no it just doesn't happen otherwise and um yeah if we if we go back to a system in a year where you know okay great this is all over all right um I own you the first week of August because that's what my boot camp always is and I you know like mm-hmm. we've learned nothing from all of this that's what that's what Ellie's saying right. like we have to as directors like Yes. And and what you were saying earlier about like every school being different and admin and you guys don't have to deal with that. Yes, that is true that there is some level of some of that stuff happening on the on the back end on the director side. Sometimes sometimes there is, you know, stuff like that going on. They're like, these are the only dates I have available. But you everybody needs to come to the table with, okay, we want to have a positive experience. We want the kids to love learning to dance from you guys. And we want them to love learning vocals and we want them to love, you know, and the best way to do that is if we work together in kindness and love first and not worried about yeah. like my ego ugh, or whether yeah. or not your ego and all that. Ego is like the worst part of all of this, honestly. It's the yeah. worst. It's the, the worst. worst. That's oh my gosh, my like, Alex, like write a song. <laughs> <laughs> Can you write a song what? about ego? A tongue in cheek song about yeah. ego, please. Thank e. you. I'll record it tomorrow. <laughs> Guys, he'll log <laughs> off in like five minutes from now. He'll have it. Don't test him. Like, <laughs> no. Like, I'm expecting it. <laughs> no, it's true though. I think already. if we could get rid of that. If we could not get rid of it, it's not possible. It's human nature on some level. But if we could learn to like maybe realize that that was a huge part of the issues that we were having, you know, and yeah. some of you are maybe listening going, I didn't think there were any issues. Friend, there's always issues with anything that's going on. I mean, like, it's just, again, it's just the world. Okay. Um, so let's take this time to look at what maybe they were and see what we can mitigate going forward so that we can yeah. possibly do I mean, different. directors, I think... If you, if you can look at your choreographer when they're working for you, whether it's for a week or two days or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can visibly see that they are like stressed and upset and mm-hmm. unwell and like that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And like, again, communication, like ask what you can do to help them because yeah. we as freelancers a lot of times feel like okay, this is when you're hiring to me to be here. This is how I'm making money. Yes. So yeah. I'm not going to be like, hey, I need this to be set up differently. Right. Because you don't then what if you're like, cool, I'm going to hire somebody else. Right. Like, yeah, it, yep. there needs to be an open line of communication. And it really is so awesome when it starts with the director. Alex, <laughs> yes. what um, because that. you're the one who's hiring and paying yes yeah and just remember too like these two ladies in front of me right now are artists there's no Mm. other way to describe what they do and they have to cram all the nuance of of what will be a competition show into three days Mm -hmm. whereas directors have nine months that's true to Mm -hmm. put to put every little sports fondo and every little cutoff and every little thing and the choreographer has three days to bring that kind of artistry so so let them breathe and create and let them have like let them have a day when they get into town where there's no rehearsals Mm -hmm. 
because like when I went to Chesterton this summer, like Kristen and I have talked about this and she's so, so great and accommodating. And when I got into town, like that first night, the next day I did not choreograph like in front of the kids. Like I was still building. I was still building. And like, you have to know that they only have so much time to, to put this artistic thing together. And, and yeah, just give them as much grace and, and space as, as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a very good point. And I don't, I mean, it took me years to figure that out. And I still don't think I did it super well in the years that I was a director. It feels like on the director side of it, oh my God, I only get them for these three days. Like, I, this yeah. is all I, this is all mm-hmm. I get. And you just get, you let yourself get so wrapped up in like, this is all there is. Oh my God. Not necessarily. You could probably bring them back. Like it doesn't need to feel right. like a right. psychotic emergent situation. Like if you're being frantic and a lunatic, and I say that as some of my very best friends as directors are those people <laughs> almost all the time, you're not helping the situation. Like you're not making the choreography better by you being frantic you're not making the learning experience better by you being hysterical like just relax and enjoy the journey of it like it's gonna be not not to be like whatever about it but it's gonna be what it's gonna be like and if you allow it some space to breathe through the process it might be just infinitesimally better than it would have been you might be. You just have to have some trust. Yes. Yeah. Like you hired us for a reason mm-hmm. and we've been doing this for a long time and we've trained in this for a long time mm-hmm. and we, we know what we're doing and mm-hmm. we walk in, in the most professional way we can. Mm-hmm. And we are always going to do that. And we're always going to do our best for you. Yes. And you just have to have that trust that we're not going to try to give you crap on purpose. Like that's <laughs> totally. never going right. to be the point. Yes. Yeah. Ever. Like, yeah. Our name is on that. We want it to be yes. the best it can yes. be. Yes. You yes. are just as nervous about it as any director. Yes. If not yes. 50 times more. <laughs> more probably. The, the beauty <laughs> of what we do is that our eyes are so trained to what we are seeing that it, it does not work. We know in the Absolutely. instant we did it. Yes. And we will immediately change it or have a new idea that's better. Like mm-hmm. that's yes. the beauty of things that don't get to happen in the show choir setting because how we schedule things out where you have three days to teach 74 songs. Like there isn't the beauty of spontaneity and only if like, burlis is thinking of something it, on the spot songs. yes <laughs> right um it's just like that's something that i learned in college like that is something that in a choreography class in a college course you didn't get to come in with anything prepared yeah. you had to create on dancers yep. in the moment and you yep. had to say here we go you didn't even get music you had to right choreographed to silence i think Welcome that's a stress dream i had once where i was is, like but, but like that's why i don't get stressed in those moments that's why you get paid for that i've literally learned how to do that and yes. how to see something and make it better or fix it or see something differently like that is what we get paid to do trust that we can do yes. that for you so can i ask yes. a question am i hearing that i feel like maybe we need to just possibly doing away with boot camps not necessarily um but i think what 
Alex was saying is like, we need time, like Mm -hmm. expecting, like, I'm going to show up this day. And then the next day I'm going to teach for three or four or five days Mm -hmm. with no time in between. That is a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those those eight hour, like I, as a choreographer, I used to beg for school to start. I was like, please let school start so that Uh rehearsals don't start until four. No one has time. Boot camps are great, but we don't need eight hours with your children oh, yes. oh my for gosh. sure it's too much oh like my gosh. we we can I teach don't even efficiently need and it's done <laughs> yes. like yes. truly it's yes. just it's not something we need we'd much rather have a break in the evening to refocus yeah. our brain so what would be something new <laughs> like a, a day off to start right like no mm-hmm. no choreographing that first day okay so maybe then you mm-hmm. do i don't know what's the max amount of time you want to see kids in a boot camp day ideally six hours max with a lunch break with a lunch oh, break for sure. yeah okay yeah um so maybe two days of that and then maybe a day well, again or a half day yeah, or and honestly again going back to being flexible mm-hmm. i think like not being completely married to a schedule yes. even though i know that's harder sometimes for kids but like if you can be like yeah you come in and teach like how long you want to what works for you and then you go create like letting the choreographer um kind of decide as they go what's needed Mm -hmm. is so helpful Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of being like oh god I have to fill this amount of time I will say that took me some time time. as a director to get used to but once I learned that version of it and once I started doing that and that was years by the time that you would come stuff with like Steven when it was you and Steven there together during my boot camp times in the summer we would do a lot of that, but it took me a couple of years to kind of go, oh, okay, so it might be better if I just, I still give the kids a block of time. I'd still say the kids, you and me yeah. kids are here from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., right? And then every time you would get done teaching, you and I would have a quick conversation and be like, okay, what do you want to do tomorrow? Like, what's your ideal exactly. day? Do you need time to sleep in? Do you want to yep. get it over with in the morning? Do you like want, do you need time to Just work? That like, is so helpful. Yes. And, it, and, it literally changes everything. Yes. Because yes. sometimes I always have something I can be doing with them always. Like it's fine. Yeah. Right. Right. And sometimes like as a choreographer, you, you have planned out a section the previous night Mm -hmm. you wake up the next day you teach section one you start to look at your notes for section two and you've seen what how the kids react to your choreography Mm -hmm. now for a couple of hours Mm -hmm. and you start to go uh i don't know if section two is gonna work or not that it's the kids fault or like maybe what you designed in section two is like not as good as section one yeah yeah like maybe section one is so good that now section two is like a little dicey Um. and like having a direct having a director that lets you step away and work that out and figure that out in your own mind like as a literal artist like steph and ellie both are so amazing and have grown just insane amounts in Mm -hmm. the last four or five years Mm -hmm. like both of them are just knocking me out 24 7 like anytime i see any of their movement by the way (laughs) like they both are posting like little clips here and there and i'm like literally what is happening to both of you this is so next level like uh anyway so they're gonna post their uh emails yes they are anyway (laughs) it's gonna be in the descriptions for you to hire these girls but like yeah the more flexible you are with the choreographer the more that the more they feel like they don't have to be right on the first breath 
and the better thing the richer things are going to get for your group it literally will come out in your your design will be better if you give them that space Mm -hmm. yeah every time i think that's coming from me who is so like i walk into a room fully prepared like that is Mm -hmm. never something i'm walking into with empty hands right right it's just like i have to spit things out before i can i I have to see it on humans i'm Mm -hmm. a single human if you're asking me to choreograph for 50 humans that looks very differently a whole sequence looks very different on 50 kids as it does a single person in a mirror Mm -hmm. a single adult person with like 20 years of experience (laughs) right like the the awkward 14 year old boy in the corner just isn't doing it the same and that's okay but like you just have to know that I mean I'm I said it already like we are just trying like we are doing exactly what you hired us to do mm-hmm. just let us mm-hmm. just yeah everything is like you do your job and I'll do mine mm-hmm. I yeah. love the when though when that's an understanded like statement going in uh-huh. the thing like it makes the process so much fun and that's the kids so feel like not even us like the kids know when you have that connection with yes. their director there's a trust that the kids feel yep. to you that they're yes. like, oh, we're going to change this. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to see this new part. Like, they know, they mm-hmm. feel that without you speaking it. Yeah. The trust and, and respect takes, factor is uh, huge. Yeah. And you yeah. see that. Co- and again, you see that come out on stage. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you, you, I bet you, you could guess which groups do that, like, mm-hmm. just by watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's very clear and, mm-hmm. and that those are those things can happen through like years of relationship with the director or it can just be you finding that new relationship and just like connecting immediately with that person yep. like my two examples like Cameron Weiler at Enterprise like we've built that friendship and yeah. trust and like we have that connection now after six years working together mm-hmm. Luke Warren a year working right. together and it's like we felt that like we we like there was just that sink that you had in the first mm-hmm. year working with someone and it's like yeah. they're the same trust yes just mm-hmm. in two completely different settings mm-hmm. yeah so and on the other side of that i would say for directors and choreographers if if you don't feel that way like if it's a struggle I think especially as freelancers we need to feel a little bit more freedom and I'm talking like at myself a little bit um <laughs> I was like are you listening stuff <laughs> be like hey this this relationship maybe isn't the best and like I wish you the best of luck like find a better fit it doesn't have to be the involved. Hindenburg if you have that conversation exactly that's it doesn't the thing have we need to, to get away drama from. yes you, don't you shouldn't feel dread like no. yeah they're there shouldn't be that feeling. There's no yeah. need for it. Yeah. And there yeah. are too many people that do this for you not to feel that. Yes. Ugh. Go yeah. find With your happy someone. place. Like, exactly. Yes. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Someone will be the right mm. fit. If this isn't it, yeah. go figure it out. You're just making everyone miserable otherwise. And that yeah. can be hard. <laughs> I know. S- super hard. Yep. On and sometimes ends. it's hard. Like, Here's it's never the fun. other thing. Sometimes it's hard for us choreographers to feel like we can ask for 
all of the stuff that we're talking about, I know choreographers <laughs> can ask for. It's just hard for us to do so sometimes mm -hmm. because you get in this mindset of just kind of giving, giving, giving like all the energy and everything you have. Like you want to give it to the directors because you respect them. You want to give it to the kids because you love them and want them to have the same sorts of experiences that you did. And you, it's very easy for us on the choreographer side to not be saying the things that the mm -hmm. three of us are exercising <laughs> <laughs> right, right now. So, so like also advice to choreographers is say this stuff. Advocate. Because yeah. yes, advocate for yourself yeah. in, this, it's hard. in this way. Yeah, because it's so hard. It, I think it took me too long to say some of these things. And I have had these sort of like, uh, uh, come to Jesus meetings with directors where things weren't working and the very next year it was the best thing ever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's also okay to bring these like concerns to the table because you might just get met exactly halfway and it's like mm. the most brilliant the most brilliant thing ever and I've had that happen to me choreographers yeah. so, I mean, need to understand from the director side we are not psychic and I have yeah, had right. multiple, multiple experiences over the years with various people in various capacities where um, when they finally did say something like what Alex is saying, when they finally did tell me, I was like, well, for the love of God, I would have done that like years <laughs> right. ago if I had just known um, because yeah. we don't live your life. And so I think that, that's, yeah. you know, we have to remember we don't understand what it's like to walk in your shoes as freelance and traveling and all the crazy things that happen. No, no schedule, no like habits that you can hold on to and all that. Like we don't understand that. And on our side of things, we think maybe we're just trying to keep you happy sometimes and we think everything's okay. And like, if you're not saying it, we assume it's fine, you know? And again, mm -hmm. we only get three days. So sure. we're just kind of like, it's, it's probably fine, right? Everything's good. Okay, great. Moving yeah. on. And, mm -hmm. and we need to be more receptive and more um, easily able to talk to, I guess. That's our, mm -hmm. that's our burden mm -hmm. as directors is to make our relationship a two-way street very clearly. So you know you can come say to me, what you need and advocate for what you need and then yeah. choreographers need to just be bold enough to say it because listen whippersnappers as you're all younger than me you do not need to be mistreated to have a career those things do not yeah. go hand in hand Ooh. you do not have to be mistreated to be successful that those things are not related and it doesn't matter what you've seen modeled in especially the dance industry as a whole it doesn't matter what you've seen modeled even in our universe sometimes by some of the older generation that's not real we can have mutual respect and trust for each other and kindness and work together and have it be the best thing for the kids and ourselves in that matter but you have to advocate Oof. and so do we yeah love just that no one's saying anything you're just making yeah. like punching and shaking head faces knock it's so true yeah knockout. i mean <laughs> and it, it took it's a, a long season finale, time. guys. I, well, let's be very honest. Like, I still struggle with that. Like, oh, you will. And, I'm not saying it's an easy thing. Yeah, it takes yeah, time. And, yeah. and someone that, for myself, has been looked upon as the young person in the room or the daughter of someone oh, in the room, sure. yeah. that is hella hard, y'all. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you, myself, have just said okay I, i've been the yes person yeah you, especially you, 
like you just feel like you have to assistant or Mm -hmm. in your case someone's daughter slash assistant like it's definitely and I know so many uh choreographers in our sort of generation or age bracket have done that Mm -hmm. and it's it I think it makes it harder in a lot of ways but you can only own the amount of space you choose to take up so if you're yeah. choosing yeah. to make yourself small, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen to you sometimes. It does in those capacities you're both talking about right now. When you're an assistant, when you're being a helper, that's a very different situation. I get that. But when mm-hmm. you're the only one in front of the group and you're the person the buck stops with, you're the main choreographer, you have to shed that skin. You have to step yeah. into mm-hmm. the big shoes, oh, yeah. fill the room and say, okay, this is me. This is the work I'm doing. And totally. I want to, I want this to be great with you. And if it's not, that's cool. Find somebody who it is with. There's another group yeah. waiting for me. The universe or God or whatever you believe in will provide you what you're supposed to have as long as you keep mm. walking through open doors with a positive mindset. But if you dig yourself and, into a hole and you decide yep. this is all I'm worth and this is all I'm going to get ever, that's all you're going to get ever. So, and t- I mean, mm. two sides of this, like, one side I'll just speak for myself but majority of times a lot of that stressor and a lot of those like parameters Mm -hmm. that maybe a director puts on you Mm -hmm. is in the several emails you get prior to the camp oh for sure and then Mm -hmm. when you when you get to the camp everything's great yeah and the the director is super supportive and so excited Mm -hmm. and loving everything you're doing yeah but it's like why did we have to go through that like (laughs) three month span of you sending me scary emails that I'm like nervous about the whole time like why did we have to do that like there was so so unnecessary I am one of those rare that email communication type a I mean I am a little type a but not quite the way that a lot of directors are I'm one of those rare people that just isn't quite like that but I know exactly what you're talking about I know exactly Mm -hmm. what those emails are like and I don't have a good answer for you other than the fact that they think they're being helpful like right and and a lot of times and you're like you mostly are (laughs) and I think a thing that maybe part of the beginning of this sentence or not sentence this segment of what should we do in this time of quarantine is having like the email exchange or phone call after competition season like oh. once once we get to competition season everyone feels like okay and we're good everything's gucci <laughs> talk to you in august yeah but yeah. it's like maybe we have that conversation in april or may like what went well what didn't go well and that's not like to make a shit list of each other of what you hated about what no, happened that's just a wrap but yeah. just like just a do that yeah, yeah. And yeah, that does I not agree. happen enough mm-hmm. for you to just like be on the same level and maybe everything's great. And you can do just like, this year was awesome. Love you. Love your kids. See you next year. Great. Talk to you whenever we want to schedule something. Yeah. But for those people that you need that kind of check-in, I don't know, maybe it should be coming from us if you're feeling that way, but just to know that the director knows it's coming so they're not like oh my god why do they hate me like right <laughs> just know that like that's a normal thing that we should be doing let's normalize that let's normalize <laughs> yeah please Amen. all yeah. through the, like whenever whenever it needs to be communicated just talk it out mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no big deal to just shoot an email and say what do you think of the season what could we do different next year especially like you're saying at that yeah. time frame because it's fresh in everyone's mind 
if you wait yeah. until like July and be like, here's all the things I remember that were a disaster last year. Like, yeah, that's not right. Yes. Right. And, that, and that's and that's not to say, hey, why didn't we win every best choreography? I mean, this there entire are year? that's that's not what I'm saying because that's gross and don't we, be like, that. We person. don't need that. Don't be that person. Like, y'all, it's fine. Not everyone can win that, and it's fine. <laughs> we need shirts that say, not everyone True. can win that, and it's fine. Like, I'm stealing that. I will give you, like, $20 I'll for use of the phrase. But I think that that right. needs to be, like, stamped on every packet at <laughs> competition for directors. Like, they hand it to you in the morning. Here's your map of the school. Here's the menu of all the weird things we're going to serve you for food. Here's your director's name tag with your name spelled wrong. And here is a reminder. Not everyone can yeah. win that, and it's fine. Like, just carry right. it around do all you, day. Like, just because you don't win best choreography did not mean it was bad choreography. Right. Oh, my uh, again, it's the and yeah. or. Like, like, it truly isn't. Do you, like, go home and cry if you don't win best vocals? I doubt it. I mean, maybe some people <laughs> do. the scenario, but, but no, in general, no. no I mean, like. But in general. In yeah. gen like, it's the same thing. Don't, like, it's easy. I've, I have found that it's very easy to blame a choreographer when things are not going the way you think it's well, going. Well, girl, that's because I'm yes. not the choreographer. It's right. so easy and to blame someone who is not right. myself for the things exactly. that are going wrong. <laughs> it's so easy to, like, we've seen it a million times. Yeah. Like, oh, that group didn't win that season. Oh, imagine they got a new choreographer the next season. Right. Like, no, and that right. happens mm -hmm. constantly. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. it's that's not going to be the end all be all. Maybe I get promise. a new arranger. Maybe yes, like reverse your children. Maybe like maybe pick better songs. Literally, yeah. maybe pick better songs. <laughs> maybe like I think the vocals and choreo thing is because of song selection. Amen. Okay, mm -hmm. let me say the gross yep. one that always bothers me. Maybe use appropriate stylistically appropriate tone and ding, ding, diction ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> nailed it i have a horror story for after this recording for all of you but i will not tell it i on can't the wait i'm sorry to the rest of you out sorry universe, listeners but, so excited um sorry listeners texas is a whole world and i have a texas horror story for you right. yeah i mean i'll tweet it later follow me there are four hundred thousand reasons why your kids did what they did in their competitive season and their performances this year you cannot yeah. go it was it was ellie's choreography it was right. Steph's like, choreography alex the middle dance break he did in the closer is the whole reason we lost like, well what? it's because you picked all susical then <laughs> That would be the worst show Yikes. ever, by the way. No one do that. Oh, gosh. Would it's love to see itself. it. Just no. Just no. I know people I do it. those things. I'm sorry if that was your dream or if you have done that in the past. That's not a great show. Sorry, guys. Um, Blame no. it on me, Jen. It's fine. Also, maybe make your songs <laughs> under four minutes long. Also, maybe. I mean, I just have oh a million God, reasons. Four minutes? Like, three minutes? See, that's Lord. what I'm oh, saying, though. Yeah. I just finally, like, I had that whole conversation right. with the director this Hot week. take. Second verses never need to be Same. there. Never. I just cut that never. out of three out. different songs this week. Cut a song. Mm -hmm. I just cut it. As a songwriter, I'm just I'm cutting them out now. You don't, don't even make second verses. You need a dance. Love them. If you could dance just break, only write songs with dance breaks, that would be real helpful to oh all of us. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Just a Every big instrumental jam for like two eight counts, something like that. Yeah. Yes. Right. 
And I'm For like, sure. so guys, this is the dance break, right? <laughs> and don't, be, okay, here's another thing. Don't be precious about your song if we come to you with a cut. Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my God, that second verse. Did you hear the words uh-huh. in that second verse? We cannot cut that. The kids, the, the lyrical kids, essence they connected to that. That's oh, that yeah, is what the I show is LA, made about. LA, I love that one. <laughs> the kids, the kids connected to that. that this is their favorite part. Is it? They, all, the they kids, can listen to it so many times. <laughs> the kids they are usually fine. just love whatever you love. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I told uh, a director, and um, if she's listening, she, I hope you get a good laugh out of this, but I just told someone <laughs> recently when working with them, I was like, um, you need to cut the second verse, and it needs to go directly <laughs> to this coda section, and you only need half of this bridge. And she was like, "Yes." oh, um, well, but here's why. And, and so I let her like go through the whole thing, and I go, okay. <laughs> and her accompanist was sitting there, and he goes, I really think like cutting the second verse and having the bridge would work, though. Like he said that too. And she goes, well, I just don't know. And we both just kind of looked at her and she goes, you both think I should do it, right? I said, listen, you can do it now or you can do it in January, but you're going to do it one way or another. So just do it now. Like why? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Nothing bugs me more than when you come to me in January or February telling me that you want to cut this section that I <laughs> choreographed in august because Y'all. we put the work in in august right just cut when it now. we could have just not done it cut right. it immediately <laughs> immediately i promise it's already too long yeah <laughs> is it i think it was gosh i don't remember who said this to me but it was like if it can't be said in and at the time this is in the like late 90s it was three minutes everybody's working to cut things down to three minutes right in mm-hmm. the early 2000s if it can't be said in three minutes or less it doesn't need to be said like lester used to say that to ding, me. Ding, that's ding. What it was. True. i was like yes that is accurate he goes except for maybe a ballad maybe and that's if it's a really good ballad it can be three minutes long yeah, but, yeah. like otherwise like now everything i cut i swear is like 220 like tops you know Perfect. and then like yeah. if it's a quick hitter oh gosh i cut something the other day that ended up being like 42 seconds like a full song was 42 seconds, but it was a quick hitter. It was Great. costume change. So in theory, it could have been almost okay. like a medley vibe, but like, but yeah, 42 seconds. And I was like, listen, they're not great at dancing alone on stage, these boys. And the song is repetitive and we want the song and the girls can change. And so 42 seconds, that's what we're doing. Uh, directors, you, you just super don't have to do a guy girl number. No. It's and okay. Was, oh, yes. It's, it's okay. So we, freeing. <laughs> I promise you they'll be okay if they don't dance alone on stage. They, you <laughs> think that's better. all they want in their entire world, but they really don't. When is the podcast coming back? This is the season finale, so it congratulations is. to you. It's been you a good it. season. Uh, yes, go back and listen to episodes. So when is it coming back? So what, it's going to come back probably when the actual competition season starts in theory, which is not real, of course, right now, but we're probably going to do January through um, early April as, as a second secondary season. Um, we want to give teachers time to kind of get back into their year and get settled and all of that. Yeah. And, and um, next season is um, all interviews that are state specific. 
So we're picking, nice. um, we're picking cool. kind of really awesome directors from each state that, uh, you know, have done a lot with the work there and are doing a lot to, you know, um, forward the art of show choir in their particular state and talking about things cool. particular to that state and maybe what you can steal for your own home state and things like that and what they do different. And that way it can also be a resource for people who are new to a state or to an area. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just go back and listen to that yes. specific Very episode. Cool. So, so yes, we're going to be doing a uh, one, one director per state for a while with a couple of, you know, fun extras peppered in there, but yeah, I'm so I'm, I'm ready. I'm so excited to, to do season two but we kind of cool. needed to give ourselves a little break to let everybody start the school year because it's now like like you guys are saying crazy, crazy time, time. So. yeah so everybody's like yeah. do you have an hour to interview i mean i don't either but what do we <laughs> yes at 3 a.m today we could do that in rest no we're gonna wait a little bit. but yes you can look forward to come back when comp season starts in early january what would have been the first competition weekend and we'll just Maybe I'll put it on on Saturdays during comp season so that you can listen to it when you're competing. How about that? Yes. So I'll wake so I'll wake up at three forty five. Exactly. Put your curlers <laughs> in. And yep. Get on yep. the bus. Yes. And um, you could get on a like a, a bus. You could get on an MTA bus and just like ride around. Yeah. Like, uptown yeah, or buses. something feels right feels right <laughs> i'll just i'll bring a can of hairspray yeah they use spray at people <laughs> <laughs> try to put your eye makeup on on the bus like, like i cannot wait sunlight in the mirror that's the way it is. yeah um, but yeah i'm glad you're all doing well and i'm glad i got to see you so thanks for having me